step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show, and I am your host, the one and only, the lovely, lovely Tracy Brown. Yes, welcome to the show, and I am your host today, the one and only, the lovely Tracy Brown, and you have joined me for an hour full of power, like I like to say. We're going to have an awesome time tonight. We're going to learn whether or not it's the proper time for you to buy and just some little tidbits and techniques. But, you know, before I get started, I I just, you know, I got to do me, so I'm going to do me. But one thing I wanted to talk about is that you know that our finances touches every area of our life. So I'm encouraging you now that we're moving towards the end of the year, to just do a reflection on your finances, on your health, your wealth, anything that goes on with you, it's a time to do a little bit of reflection. And then while we're doing that, I want to take this opportunity to inform you about some things that are happening with the startup strategist. That's me. That's your girl, the startup strategist. I'm encouraging you to join me for a seven-day holiday financial challenge, which begins Sunday, November the 27th. Simply go to my website, and the address is www.thestartuhp.com. So that's www.thestartuhp.com thestartuhp.com to register today. And you know, if you follow me and you attend any of my classes, you always get a workbook. So it's worth that if you just to get the workbook. Secondly, I want to invite you to join me for the Entrepreneur Lifestyle, which actually is um, November the 30th. And that's simply teaching you and ensuring that you're setting up your business and your nonprofit in the right way. And finally, we're going to close out the year with another session. It's a Saturday session for December the 3rd, and it's called Defining You in 2017. And this is simply a challenge or simply a project because it's a Saturday and it's only for an hour, a project to get you to be thinking about your missions and your goals and defining who you are beginning December the 3rd on into 2017. So, I enjoy. I ask that you go to my website, register for those classes, and simply the website address is www.thestartup. 
uhp.com. And then while you're there, make sure that you simply follow me on the other social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. And my handle, like they say, you know, this is not, we're not driving any trucks, but I, never mind, that's a whole nother story. But it's at I am Tracy Brown. So, you know, I know that the Radio Angel is going to get me, but Radio Angel, I need you to get off the line because I need to talk about those jumping squats. I, I don't know what Ebony was talking about on the Morning Glory show yesterday, but I, I needed you just to jump off the line real quick. And I wish, you know, I, I know that Minister Kim is on here laughing at us right about now, but I think I tried to... What were they called? They weren't the jumping jacks. They were the ju- what were they? What were they? Radio Angel. What they were, were they? called the jumping squats. I have no clue what they are, honestly. So I'm I'm patiently waiting for the video because I don't know what jumping squats are. Oh, I just okay. Don't. Well, I, I thought I seen a, a demo or a little, you know, little picture of how they were supposed to go. But I guess what we're gonna wait to hear what Ebony. No, well, not to hear, but to see what Ebony shows us about those jumpy squats because I'm really, really interested in doing those because I heard Minister Kim, which is the radio host for the Morning Glory Hope, say that they really, you know, hurt your legs. So I, I, I got to see about that. And, you know, and I, I'm going to have to do an invite out to Ebony so she can, you know, just pop by the Tracy Brown Show to give us a few health tips. But you know, Radio Angel, that's what I really wanted to know. So guess what, guys? Grab your pen and your pad and meet me back here because we're going to talk about is it the right time to purchase? We're going to talk about real estate, making sure you're set up for now and in 2017. So I am your host, Tracy Brown. Meet me right back here after this commercial break. Who do you know with less than perfect credit? Our services at Behind Your Dollar will help you to remove inaccurate, erroneous, and obsolete information in your credit file, including bankruptcies, foreclosures, student loans, late payments, charge-offs, public records, collections, judgments, repossessions, tax liens, short sales, and medical bills. See results in as little as 45 to 60 days with a money-back guarantee. Call today, 240-753-6002. Welcome back to the show, and once again, I am your host, Tracy Brown, and I know that you grabbed that pen in your pad because you're going to get a wealth of information tonight, and it's so befitting that we had that commercial talking about your credit because you know what? There are just three little quick things I'm going to say before I bring on our guest, Valerie Jennings, tonight, and let me tell you, she is the bomb.com real estate agent, so, you know, we're going to give you her all her you know, information, her information, get in contact with you. But all you need to know is that she is the top of the line real estate agent here in the DMV area. But guess what? If you're not in a DMV area, she can still help you. But, you know, what we're going to talk about real, really, really, really quick before I bring on here is that the commercial talked about your credit. Credit is very important when you're getting ready to purchase a home or when you're thinking about it. It's important all the time. But, you just need to make sure that you're checking your credit and you're doing what you're supposed to do, that you receive your free credit report 
throughout the year. And you get a free one each year from Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. And see, your credit report simply shows and tells a lender what type of borrower you might be. So if you pay, make your payments late all the, all the time, that's not good. You got a bunch of collections on there, that's not good. You got a bunch of liens or whatever on there that's not showing reflected you in a good light, you need to work on that. And then if you're thinking about purchasing a home, you also need to set a budget. And finally, 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 you need to make sure that you line up the cash <laughs> to purchase that home. So I'm not going to give you any more tips. That was just my little financial um, drip bit right there. So I need to know. I, I think I hear the doorbell ringing. Maybe is Valerie out there? Is she there? Valerie, are you there? Are you there? Yes, I am. I'm here. All right. There, you know, you, you heard me give you that shout-out that you are the yes. Dom, um, yes, com real estate agent. You know, I know I'm not saying it right. I'm going to get a few <laughs> inboxes, but it's okay. It's okay. So tonight, 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 we are excited because, you know, so many of us think, number one, that we cannot afford a home, but yet we're paying anywhere in this area between $1,400 and $2,000 a month to live in an apartment. I, I don't know about you, but that sounds a little bit ridiculous to me. But, you know, people have to do what their money, you know, tells them. But I'm thinking that there are some folks out there in the radio land that can afford a home. So can you... You can go ahead and get started right now if you want to tell us a little bit about you, how long you've been in the real estate business, and then just flow, do what you do best. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you very much, and it's a pleasure to talk to you tonight. Um, I have been in the business. My name is Valerie Jennings. I'm a full-time REMAX agent. Um, my office is located in Upper Marlboro. Um, I'm licensed in Maryland and D.C. area. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, we can. We can hear you. We can hear you. You can go right on. Merlin and D.C. area. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm here tonight just to give you some information about the home buying process. Um, it is a very good time to buy because the interest rates are still low, so it's a great time to buy. But let me just give you some information about the home buying process. Every home buying experience is different. Each has its own twists and turns because there are generally guidelines as to how the buying process works. Home buying is a process. It's not just the paperwork. It's the terminology, the fees, and the number of people involved. Okay, you need the right loan, the right price, and the right advice. So here are the right. best moves. For, yeah, definitely. Here are the best moves for, for you to make to begin the uh, transaction. First of all, you need to... Um, be ready. Are you ready to buy? You know, that's one of the, the main things. You have to be ready to purchase. So let me go over. Um, you, need to, um, you need to lock up your finances. You have to have the money. Before you can start shopping, you have to clean up your credit and save for a big down payment so that you can qualify for a mortgage rate and avoid those costly fees. Step one, you have to check for the errors on your credit report to make sure that, you know, when you get ready to buy, there aren't anything that appear that should not have, be, should not have been there. Um, you can go to annualcreditreport.com to get your FICO score. And, All right, um, so let me ask you, 
Go ahead. Let me ask you this once you finish. Go ahead and finish your statement. And I was going to say, and in order for anyone to purchase now, you have to have a credit score of 640 or better. Um, wow. So, you know, you definitely need to. Um, right. So you definitely need so, to. Uh, that's the number one thing that you need to do. Check your credit before you even thinking about buying. Yeah. What so, what, okay, so so you're saying um, six, 640 is the credit score. So that 640 is the credit that's score, the and I guess the minimum credit score. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, and then you mentioned that we need the right loan. You said three three things that we need to have right. What were those three things again? We need the right loan, the right price, and the right advice. Right, the right loan, the right price, and the right advice. So I guess the first key thing that I think um because um you recently went through with me through my home buying process and it was a process especially um, whether you're buying yeah it was a process whether you're buying new or whether you're whether you're buying yeah new or whether you purchase in a home that someone has previously owned the process is still the same but I guess right. the key thing from the advice what would you give advice would you give someone how long out once they made up their mind that they're going to purchase a home, when should they actually start um, the process? I know you said that they need to look at their credit, their credit report. So let's say that my credit score is like, you know, I always like to say, is your credit score your GPA? And if that's the case, that means it's somewhere in the four point, four point oh, and we need a six forty. So how long is the, um, I guess, the process, and what are some of the things that when um, a lender looks at or when you look at their credit report that you're looking to see? Well, what I do normally when someone calls me to purchase a home, I first let them talk to a lender. That's not my expertise, financing, so my job is to find them a home. So I will send them to a lender, and a lender can pull their credit, and they can inform them of the period of time that they think it may take. Some people may have judgments, liens, and collections, and that may take a longer period of time um, to have it deleted or for someone to pay off the bill. So um, that's a hard question to say because it depends on the person's credit report. Okay, okay. So it depends on their credit report. So so listening audience, that means that's why it's so important that you get your credit report at least once or twice a year because if you're thinking about entering into the home buying process, your credit report is essential. That's, that is where everything begins. So like she said, you come into her, first thing she's going to do is say, you know what, you need to talk to a loan officer or the lender, the loan officer, because if if your score is not 640 and above, then you got a little bit of work to do. So let's say that um, now, the, you know, my score is a 640. What, what is this? What what happens when I when I see you? And then before we go to that, what are some of the good qualities? And I know you're a real estate agent. That what are some of the things as a buyer I should look for in a real estate agent? Well, you should look for someone that has experience. Um, that's the, that's the most important thing. You need um, you don't need a person that just got their license last week because they don't know, you know how how it works to be a realtor. And there's a lot involved. So you should definitely look for someone that has experience. And you okay. can also, you know, Google them and check their records and, and see how um, involved they are on, on social media. That will tell you, you know, exactly what type of agent they would be, you know, just from the social media. 
Okay, so you saying experience. experience? That's right. You say don't get somebody that's just you know got their license twenty four hours ago and think that they're going to be able to help you because you will get frustrated because, like we said, the home buying process is very frustrating. So, um, so okay, so I'm in your office. What and 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 my my loan is good. So what's the next step? Okay, once your loan has been approved by a lender, my next step is to find you a home. And that's when you come in and you discuss, you know, your um you know, your needs. I mean, whether you want a single family or condo, whether you want a garage, you know, your um home that you would like to buy. Okay, so so for those that haven't been through the process, what's the the difference between the condo, the single family home, the I don't even know whatever type of home, the new home. What What's the difference between that? Well, I mean, I mentioned that because, you know, the price would probably, you know, the price would be different. But, you know, a single-family home is definitely a detached home. You know, everyone knows what a condo, you know, it's more like the apartment style. But most um, people, they want a single-family home. So I would, um, you know, they have a sheet that they have to fill out letting me know what they want. And that's when I do my search as far as, trying to find them that um idea home. Right. And so so on your search that um what would be your advice for me or the listening audience that when I'm ready to do my search or tell you what I want, what are some of the things that um you would recommend or you would suggest that maybe I I just don't know. Okay. Um yeah, well um like I said, you were coming to the office and I have a checklist of the things that you, you know, want and, and we just go from there. You could you know, whether it's um like I said, um single family, town home, a condo or whatever home, you know, it definitely has to start with us having a meeting and me knowing exactly what you want and then I'll do the search from that. Okay, so you suggest that I make a list so when I come into the office that I know exactly what I want to get. Okay, well, we're going to be right back after this commercial break, and we're going to go into more details about buying your home and what happens with the first-time home buyers. So once again, it's me, your girl, Tracy Brown, and you are here on the Tracy Brown Show. Okay. Hello. Hello. Hey, Valerie. Was that Kim?
Welcome back to the show, and once again, I am your host, Tracy Brown, and we're joined joined here today with Valerie Jennings. She's a REMAX agent in the DMV area, and she has a lot to tell us. So I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do, listen, audience. I'm going to sit back, I'm going to relax, and we're going to listen to what she has to tell us, because I know that you guys are anxious because I see the board lighting up, that you are anxious with your questions. But let's give her just a few moments to to just bring us up to speed so we know what we're doing. Valerie? Yes, I'm here. All right, the floor is yours. Okay, thank you, Tracy. Yeah, I just want to talk to the artists about um, there's a difference in getting pre-qualified and pre-approved when you are purchasing a home. Um, the best thing to do is to get pre-approved, but I want to tell you the difference in getting pre-qualified and pre-approved. Um, getting pre-qualified is the initial step in the mortgage process, and it's simple. You simply supply your um, lender with your financial pictures, which includes your debt, your income, and your assets. And after evaluating this information, a lender can give you an idea of what your mortgage amount for which you qualify for. Pre-qualification can be done over the phone or on the Internet, and there's um, no cost for that. And after that, he will give you a long qualification letter. But with that being said, um, a pre-qualified does not hold as much as a pre-approval letter. Um, the pre-approval letter really um, is the last is a step in where as all your documents have been pulled, your W-2s have been pulled, and um, they would normally ask you for money to get pre-approved. Um, getting approved, like I said, is the next step. And it's um, you can complete your mortgage application. You can, I mean, sometimes you can do it online, and sometimes you can meet the um, lender. And then, again, like I said, supply him with all your documentation, and they're going to do an extensive check on your financial background, um, which definitely includes your credit rating. And um, and this is what you would need when you're getting ready to purchase a home. When you purchase a home, um, once finding a home, you're going to need a letter from the lender saying that you have been pre-approved, and this holds um, more water than a pre-qualification. So that's one thing that I wanted to um, make sure that you know the difference in being pre-qualified and pre-approved. And um, earlier, Tracy, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Go ahead. Okay, I thought you was getting ready to say something. I'm sorry. Okay, and earlier um, you were saying about do you need a real estate agent to buy a home? Yes, you definitely need a real estate agent to purchase a home um, because we um, we can negotiate for you. Um, you know, we can help you um, negotiate the price, help you um, prepare your home inspection, the appraisals. You know, we we can we can help definitely help you. So that's why you need an agent. And it has been said that you should not call an agent just from the sign because that agent is representing the seller. So you need a buyer agent. 
which is what I am, a buyer agent. I, you know, you cannot represent, you can't have both sides of it. Um, as a seller agent, again, that seller, that agent would be um, re- representing the seller, and you need a separate agent, a buyer agent, to represent you. So that's okay, what I okay. So basically, you said in the first place that there's a difference between pre-qualified and pre-approved. So let me see if I have this right. So pre-qualified is when the lender looks at your debt, your income, and your assets, and which means basically you're just giving them that information. But when you're pre-approved, you've you've gone through the whole process, which means they simply have looked at, you have given them all the necessary paperwork, like the W-2, like, you know, they pulled your credit report. If there's any issues on there, you need to give them a letter. You've given them everything to get pre-approved. And then you said that the pre-approval, weighs more than the pre-qualification. The pre-qualification just basically tells you that you're qualified to um, to purchase a home and at, at what rate. Is that about it? That's definitely correct. That's it. Okay. And then the other thing you said, and this is what I want to bring out, um, a lot of times people think that when you go purchase a new home that you don't need a real estate agent. Wrong, because the person that's in there selling you that brand-new home it is 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 the is not worried about you, so you still need to take a real estate agent with you. And I know a lot of times they tell you that you don't have to, but guess what? They get they get. I've learned through my process that they get a percentage. They they get to keep that percentage regardless. So you always want to take an agent with you because, like um, Valerie said, that you're able to. She's able to negotiate with you know, with the with the seller. And even when it's a new home, it's, you're able to um, negotiate. So that's one of the things that I um, wanted to bring out, and that was some good information. So, And so, you you know, having an experienced agent will let you know that. So what else would you like to share with us, Valerie? I would just like to go over the different programs that are there for you to um, purchase a home. You know, there are um, several programs that you can get um, low interest rates. For instance, um, we have um, the FHA, which requires 3% down, 3% of the sales price. Um, so let me just go over that. Um, this is a go-to program for many first-time home buyers and those people that have um, shaky credit um, because the government guarantees a portion of the loan. Um, and again, like I said, you, it's um, 3% down. And you can also borrow the three percent from you know it could be a gift or a grant, and and this and this program the FHA program uh, requires um, less upfront money, and upfront money is the down payment. Uh, Sometimes you can also get a co-applicant to sign for you, and um, that's one of the most um, programs that are used today because of the small amount of money that you need to put down. The second one is the same amount, and that's the conventional loan, and um, that's 3%, and there's no area income. Some places when you get a loan, there are certain areas that you can't, I mean, with that um, particular loan can't be used. So with that, um, again, that's 3%, and with that, you can show your credit history through your rent your tuition or any type of utility payments. It's not as hard to get into a home through a FHA and a conventional loan. Um, but another type of loan is a USDA loan. 
um, this loan um, may surprise you, but it's just not in the, you know, in a, it's not a, an area where you would live on a farm just because it says it's a USDA, which means agriculture. Um, this program is targeted towards living in a rural area. And some of the rural areas are Upper Marlboro, um, yeah, that's Upper Marlboro and Waldorf. And with that, um, you don't need any money down. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it's 100% financing, and um, and there's no income limitation. So those are the most um, um, programs that are being used these days, FHA, conventional, and definitely VA. And you know you don't need any money down with a VA loan. So those are the right. four, four most um, four loans. loans that are used. So these loans that you just talked about, the USDA, the FHA, the conventional, and the um, VA loan, which I know the answer to that, can be used, are available in any state, correct? Right, Because right. all our, yeah, are available in any state. Okay, so if there's any particular um, special programs, I guess, the state, the states that the state offered, then that would be in your particular state that in which you reside. But the USDA loan, is for the rural areas, and it doesn't, which basically mean agriculture. But the areas that you mentioned, that's in our, in our location, is Waldorf and where did, I think you said Upper Marlboro, and you know they are rural areas, but they're not like the rural rural areas that people would right, think exactly. about, like nothing but but you know acres of farms and cows and stuff. No, it, it looks a little much yeah. like the city, but I guess just because it's on the outskirts of the county is why it's there. So we have the FHA loan, which you said is a 3% down, 3% of the sale price. Mm-hmm. So, if the, yes. so if the home is $100,000, then it's 3% of that particular sale price. Right. Okay. And then that's the same with the conventional loan. And then the VA loan, is there any money down with the VA loan or was it just nothing? No, no, I no money down with the, yeah, with the VA no. And then you you also said that the USDA is also 100% financing. That's correct. Right, but you that's have to correct. be in one of those rural areas. Wow, that's some good information. So you right. bet the right. USDA in the rural loan. Okay, okay, that that's some good information right there, and I hope that the listening audience is taking plenty of notes because I definitely have them down there. So, so far we talked about the pre-qualification, the pre-approval, and the different types of loans that are available. Is there anything else has uh, a new home buyer that we should, you know, that you can give some advice about? For the new home buyers, uh, the process is, is is the same. You have to get you know qualified. So it's it's the same for a resale property and for a new home. Um, okay. Yeah, but one thing I wanted to I mean for the DC people that may be interested in buying in DC, there are programs there that would be um, NACA, NACA, and also HPAP. Those are two programs, and I think all you need to put down is five hundred dollars. So those are two programs that are definitely being used by people who want to purchase homes in D.C. area, in, in D.C. Okay. So you hear that listening off. If you're in D.C. and you got $500, it's possible that, you know, if you got all those other criteria right, that you can be a homeowner. So stop paying rent and let's own some homes. And, you know, I know the radio angel loves to say, you know, it's not really because, um, you know, they say it's the American dream, but... 
some people have a difference of opinion in that. So I know that um, when you're going and you're looking at developments, what are, what are some of the things that you that people should um, look for when they're looking in the development and just going out in the neighborhood? What what are some of the things that you suggest that they look for and that they know about and questions that they ask about? Well, um, some people just want to make sure that that's the area that they really, really like. And they mm-hmm. may, you know, and if it's a new home development, you know, they can go into the new home um, model home and get some information. A lot of people, they, I mean, like in my case, a lot of people, they do a criminal background to see what, you know, see whether there are anything happening in that area. So, you know, that's some of the things that they do, just to make sure that that's the area that they want to um, live in. in. Yeah. All right. So once again, it's me, your girl, Tracy Brown, and we're joined by Valerie Jennings today, and we're talking real estate. So meet me right back here after this break. It's me, Tracy Brown, and I wanted to take this moment to invite you to follow me on social media. Um, please follow me at I am Tracy Brown on Facebook, Periscope, Instagram, and yes, Twitter. Once again, it's me, your girl, Tracy Brown, from the Tracy Brown Show. Let's get connected. Welcome back to the show, and I hope that you are connected with me on all of the social media sites. You just heard that commercial, and it says Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Oh, I don't know, but you know which ones I said. But we're meeting here today with Valerie Jennings. And before we went to commercial break, we was talking about some of the things that you should look for when you're going into, uh, uh, when you're looking for a home. And I know one of the things that I tried to check out was to make sure about the Homeowners Association. Right. The Homeowners Mm -hmm. Association, because a lot of times people forget about that. And the homeowner association fee or will be included most of the time in your loan for the first year, but secondly, you know, the second year is up to you. So we, those are some of the things you know when you're going into a new place. Well, you know, residential or even a new home that you need to ask about. You need to ask about the homeowner association. How much is the fee? Some people fees you pay one twenty five a quarter, which is, you know, basically you know, uh, $500 a, a month, a year. So you need to check about, you need to think about the um, the homeowner association fee. Like she said, some people do uh, uh, criminal, not a criminal check, but just to see what's going on in the neighborhood. And the best thing you want to do is talk to the neighbors because the neighbors mm-hmm. will tell you what's going on in the neighborhood. They'll tell you. So whether you not you want to purchase that house, you'll find out if there's any problems or anything. I mean, you agree, Valerie, or what? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's definitely one of the things. Um, yeah, neighbors would definitely let you know what's going on. But, yeah, that's true. Right. And like she mentioned earlier, you need to make a checklist. You need to know what it is that you're looking for and that you want in a home. Because I don't know, Valerie, if you spend a lot of time taking people out and, you know, they think they know, but then you find out they get out there, they really don't know. I mean, that's right. you know what? That's right. They really don't so, know. And then I get – go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say say that uh, we were talking earlier about – I was talking about the lender 
and I wanted to talk to them about making the offer and how that, you know, works. So, um, how that works, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. so that's good. No, 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 that's good. I just wanted to point that out because a lot of times people don't, um, they forget to ask about the homeowners. They forget to do, you know, just to check and see how the neighborhood is. But the best way you can do is talk to the neighbors. So, Okay, so now before we did all that, I guess we should have made the offer before we went in the neighborhood. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say that after you um, meet with the lender and he gives you their letter for the approval, you go out and preview homes and you find the home that you really like, uh, then you have to make an offer. And with that offer, um, you simply tell the seller that you're interested in the home and you want to um, do a contract. But with that contract, you have to provide an earnest money deposit, and that's simply letting them know that you are interested in that home. Um, Normally, it's um, $1,000 or more, but whatever the earnest money deposit is, that is also part of your closing help. So um, if your closing help, I'll just use this as an example, is um, $10,000, so you've given them $1,000. So when you go to the settlement table, all uh, you have to take is 9000 So that's what you do um, when you make the offer. And after that, um, it's forward to the seller. And the seller has an option of either accepting your contract or not accepting it. But in the meantime, if it is accepted, um, you have to get a home inspection. And um, in the home inspection, you know, you have to um, get an inspector out and he checks out the plumbing, the heating, the roofing and all that type of stuff. But um yeah, you definitely have to get a home inspection. And then sometimes that seller will agree to repair I mean if there are some repairs that need to be done, they will um repair them or they'll say, No, I'm not going to do it but that's something that the seller and the buyer would have to agree agree on. So that is definitely part of the home buying process, and um, okay. and then the, and then the lender he will order the appraisal for you. That's part of the lender's job. He will order the appraisal to make sure that it appraises for the amount of money that you um, placed on your contract. What was your question, Tracy? So if it okay, so you mentioned that. Um, you do the contract and it goes out to the seller and then the seller, you know, they agree or they agree to um, accept it or not accept it. But if there are some repairs done, is it a percentage or is it a percentage that they will do up to or do they do all the repairs? How does that work? Um, most of the time um, they can say, well, if it's um, repairs, let's say $1,000, they'll say, well, we'll get, rather give you the money at the table instead of doing the repairs. So oh, okay. One, yeah, so that's one way of them doing it. But a lot of time, the um, lender or the finance company, um, they require certain repairs be done before they will give you the loan. So in that case, the seller will have to do the repairs. He doesn't have a choice if you want to sell his home. So that's how oh, that okay. works. Okay, so it was certain things that so the the loan automatically requires that something be done if right. if, if repairs are needed. Oh, okay then. Okay, okay. And mm-hmm. then you mentioned about the um, I guess the um lender appraisal. So suppose the um 
let's say that suppose I did an offer for three forty nine or let's do two hundred thousand and the lender and the appraisal comes back at let's say a hundred and ninety eight thousand, what happens? Um, it would not be approved by the lender because the home, you know, is um is less. So okay. you know, so it won't. I mean, but they won't approve. Uh, they won't approve the loan. They won't approve it for the two hundred thousand, or they because it's a because it's less. So I can't hear, I can't hear you. Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying it's again? less. No, I'm saying it's a hundred. The the oh appraisal. yeah oh yeah definitely yeah yeah definitely they would approve that yeah they would approve it. okay okay mm-hmm. so let's say so we're still at the two hundred thousand dollars but the home appraisal comes back more. Than that, it comes back two hundred and five. So is that how, how does that work? That means that I have to go back through the process, or or but the lent, but the seller had already accepted the two hundred thousand for the home. But let's say it the appraisal came back at two hundred five. What happens in that instance? Well, then you have to go back to the um, buyer and let them know, you know, exactly how much the house appraised for, and they. Um, can't pay for a house, you know, that, that they have um, put in the price for it. You know, they just can't do that because that's more than what the house are paid for. Okay, okay, okay. All right, those were just my two questions. So what's the next step after that? I know you mentioned um, somewhere in there, I thought I heard about it, and we talked about the inspection and the, the termite inspection. There's two types of inspections, correct, that's required? <laughs> Well, the termite inspection is part of the home inspection, and that's well, mm-hmm. that's normally included. And normally, a home oh, okay. inspection will range from three hundred to three fifty. Oh, it's not included. It's, oh, okay. So that's yeah, extra yeah, it money. is included. It is included. Okay. No, the termite inspection is included, but I'm saying you said the cost of the home inspection runs how much? From three hundred to three fifty. Oh, okay, and that includes a termite inspection. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So we always done that. We we done got our lender approved. We got our appraisal. So what happens after the appraisal process and it comes back and everything? Well, after that, and if everything goes, um, you know, accordingly, um, then it's time to talk about the closing costs. And that's when you get a settlement company uh, to do the closing. And they are the one that will do all the title search to make sure that the home that you're purchasing doesn't have any liens, you know, or judgments or whatever. Um, so that's, that's when the title company becomes involved. And they, and they can let you know at that point exactly how much money you will have to bring to the table on the day of closing. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. the settlement company. So who picks the right. settlement company? Do I have the has the um, buyer get to pick the settlement company, or you normally work with a group of settlement companies? How does that work? Um, as a buyer, um, you choose the settlement company or the title company. You, you do that. Oh, okay. Um, the, okay. Uh, yeah, the uh, the agent can suggest it, but most buyers they pick their own title company. Oh, okay. Mhm. And okay, then after so that, after that, um, then it's time for you to schedule all you know your services for your utilities, 
um, you have to get a home owner's insurance because you have to insure your home. So it's a lot of um, things that you have to do, you know, before the settlement date. Oh, okay, okay. And so how is the settlement date determined? Oh, we can we can talk about that after the commercial break. Once again, this is Tracy Brown joined by Valerie Jennings, and we're talking about the home buying process. Starting your own business is an exciting experience. You have the ability to be your own boss, set your schedule, and make a living doing what you love. However, Entrepreneurship also comes with a lot of challenges. Many entrepreneurs fail before they launch their business by not knowing how to set up their business correctly. Every player needs a coach, and every business needs a startup strategist. Don't get frustrated trying to navigate through the paperwork. Let our professional staff get you started. Schedule your discovery call today by visiting our website at www.thestartuhp.com or calling 240-786-8089. Once again, this is your girl, Tracy Brown, and we are joined by Valerie Jennings today, and we're talking about the home buying process. So she has taken us from the beginning to when we were just thinking about purchasing a home, letting us know what it is that we needed to do, that we needed to have our credit straight, you know, and we need to think about that. And then she taught us, told us about the difference between pre-qualification and being pre-approved. And then she provided us with the different types of loans that were available, you know, some of the things we needed to look look for when we went to purchase, you know, in the neighborhood, you know, we say that the neighbors are the best thing. So now we're at that part where we just got through talking about the settlement company. So what what else is there, um, um, Valerie? What else can you tell us? Okay, well, did I mention that you would have to have um, a home orange insurance? I mentioned that to you, right? Yes, and, you did. And, okay. Um, on the day of settlement, you um, they would definitely give you a – checklist of the, of the thing that you need to bring, and that's basically two things that you have to have, a copy of the homeowner's, homeowner's insurance. You have to have the documentation stating that there are no termites. That's one thing, because they and they would not let, well, the title company would not, not, I'm sorry, the loan company would not let you purchase a home that have termites in. So you would definitely have to have the approval letter saying that there are no termites. And, of course, they will let you know the amount of money that you need to bring to the table. But um, even before that, that I forgot to mention, is that uh, you definitely have to do a walkthrough of the home before you go to something. You have to do a walkthrough because sometimes there are different things that have not been done, that have not been completed, and and some people just don't want to go to settlement until they are completed. So okay. the buyer will have to do a walkthrough of the property. So how far, what's the, um, or is there a set time between the time that I get my disclosure form, I guess how many days before the settlement, before I do everything needed, how many days after everything is completed, 
that I will go to settlement even after the walkthrough and everything is done. So what's the time frame between that? Well, I normally have the I normally do a walkthrough like two days before settlement to make sure that everything has been corrected. So yeah, two days okay. is the amount of time. Two days. Okay, so now let me ask you this. Is the process the same if I was an investor? Does the process change if I want to purchase a house, if I'm, you know, because people are flipping houses and, and doing whatever they do. So is the process the same or is it, or is it different? Well, me personally, I would say it depends on the investor. Most of the investors that I work with, I normally, they normally say, well, we can go to settlement in seven to ten days. Most of those investors are cash buyers, and the process is a lot faster um, than, you know, a person who has to do financing. So I would say that, yeah, there's a big difference. Okay, but they do all the same forms and all the same documents, or they don't? Well, some investors say that we don't want um, no, um, in, no home home inspection. You know, we'll just buy it as is. So that means that oh, okay. you know, a lot of stuff, yeah, they don't want a home inspection. And, then they, you know, and the advantage with them, like I said, is it's, it's quick settlement um, and no home inspection. That's a big advantage. Wow. Okay, okay. From no home inspection, quick settlement, and then, um, well, I didn't, I, I didn't realize that you can opt out of doing a home, a home inspection. Oh, yeah. But I guess because they are paying cash, basically, which what investors do, that there's no home inspection required. That's interesting. That's interesting, mm-hmm. right there. But, right. Um, but as we know, you've gone through the process with it, and so now we are at the table, the day of settlement. What happens on that day? On that day, that's a very um, exciting day for the buyer. They, you know, they're ready to get their keys and move into their no, new home. Um, the process takes about, um, I would say, about 30 minutes. Um, there's a lot of paperwork that has to be signed. So, you know, um, there's, I would say, about 20 pages or more, depending on the type of loan that you have. So, you know, they have to sign all the paperwork and submit their um, closing money that's needed to to close the transaction, get their key, and they're ready to move in. Oh, wow. That is is definitely exciting, especially if you're a first-time home buyer, that that day can be really, really exciting. And I know that we made this process sound um, simple, but I want you to know that sometimes hiccups happen, and you just have to stay focused, and you have to depend on your real estate agent, and you have to talk to the lender because hiccups do happen. It's, it's life. It's paperwork. It's things. It's people involved. And you don't want to – you want to make sure, at least for me, that you let your agent know everything that's going on because they work for you. That's they, right. They work for you. They work for you. So, yeah, they work for you. So, Valerie, can you tell us how we can get in contact with you for those that are in the DMV area? And just in case people may have some questions, um, you know, after the show, can you tell us how to get in contact with you? Okay. I can be reached by mobile, and that number is 202-744-3530. Again, that's 202-744-3530. And also, uh, my email address is Valerie, which is V A L E R Y dot Remax Realtor. 
at gmail.com. That's Valerie.RemaxRealtor at gmail.com. All right. So, Valerie, thank you for being a part of our show tonight. And we'll definitely put your information up on this site. So, once again, that's Valerie Jennings, and she provided you with her contact information. And today we've been talking about the home buying process. Welcome back to the show, and I am your host, Tracy Brown. Tracy Brown, that is me, your host, and today we've been talking about the home buying process. you got to have the right loan, the right price, and the right agent is what Valerie explained to us tonight. And we talked about, you know, that you want to look for an agent that has experience. You don't want somebody that's just right out the door. You, you really don't. Believe me, you want someone that has experience. You want to know the difference between being pre-qualified and pre-approved. Pre-qualified is simply when they look at your debt minus your income and your assets and all that stuff and basically tell you how much you qualify for. And then when you pre-approve, they've done collected all those mounds of paper that paperwork that they wanted, such as your W-2, your check statements, all of those, you know, your check statement, your bank statements, and then your checks. They they collected all that information, and you get a letter in hand saying how much you are approved for. And then that's when all the fun begins. But you know what? We we talked about that, and Valerie provided you with her information, and we'll definitely post some of these tips up um, after the show. But, you know, I'm going to call in the Radio Angel just now. Radio Angel, Radio Angel, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right. All what? right. We've been talking about, and I know you've been doing a little bit of investing yourself and um what 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 tips can you give us about has being an investor about when you go out um uh, the biggest tip I'm going to tell you is build a team build a team because there's a major difference between an investor and a homeowner a major difference um And as an investor, it's important that you do have a team. You put a team together. And one of the people you may want to put on your team is a real estate agent um, because they have access to things that you would normally not have access to, not to mention you're able to tap into their Rolodex. Oh, do we even have a Rolodex anymore? Oh, good (laughs) Lord. Well, we're able to tap into that their resources. So that's the wonderful thing about having a real estate agent and having them in the local market. So I don't um, invest in New York at all. 
I live in New York, but I don't invest in New York. I invest in Alabama. One of the states that I do invest in um, heavily is Alabama, and I have a team down there. So I have somebody who goes out there who has my best interest in regards to the property who's going to tell me something that the contractor's not going to tell me, like the roots that were um, breaking up the cement in the backyard, and I was just like, I can't. I didn't want that property because I already know the the issues you have with roots, you know, going into your property. So I have a property manager. I have a whole bunch of different people that I can call on. There was a new project that I was looking at, and I called three different people to tell me about that one area. And so that's wow. what, that's the most important thing about when you're an investor is making sure you build the relationship so that you can have the team so you can trust them. That's the big oh. thing. You know, the difference between a homeowner and an investor is that an investor is doing this as a business. A homeowner is just looking for shelter, and that's it. Wow. You and know that's what? That's it. a good and, way I, to look at it. I'm going to bust your bubble right now. Every I, I know I'm you are. I know what bubble. you're going to say. <laughs> I knew I'm she was going to do it, guys. Right I know now. exactly what she's going to say. So, you know, this this part right here is to each his own, but I know exactly what she's going to say. Okay, Radio Angel, go ahead. Go ahead. Home ownership is the worst thing you could ever do. Home ownership is the worst thing you can ever do. It is not the American dream. It's a pipe dream that America sells you. That's first and foremost. Being an investor, now that's the American dream. Owning a house that doesn't pay you is worthless. So you bought this house. You didn't did all the steps that, you would, that Valerie said, and then you turn around and you buy this house, and you're paying, uh, not rent, you're paying for this house for 30 years. Not once did the house give you back money. That's first and foremost. You're continuously feeding. It's, like it's like a grown child that just won't go away. Um, and once you pay for the house, you're still in debt to the house because now you've got to pay taxes. And God forbid you live in Westchester here in New York and your taxes are $10,000 a year and uh, you're on a fixed income. You know what I mean? Your house is not, it's not loving on you. It's like a grown child that just won't leave and get their own apartment. Whereas if you are an investor, if you are an investor and you buy houses that make you money, that pay for the mortgage of the house that you're actually in, then yes, you're doing the right thing. So don't let them sell you on the pipe dream that owning a house is the um is is an asset. It is the it's a liability. It's a liability. Everybody who is listening to this show knows a kid excuse me, an adult child that has not left home. Not They didn't leave home because, you know, mom is sick or anything like that. They leave home because there are, what you call it, leeches. And that's what owning a house is. It's a leech into your pockets, into your future. And so, and on that note. 
you know, to each his own, guys. But some of us just need a tax break, and that's what I needed. But guess what, audience? Next week, we're talking about financing your dream. That's right. If you have the desire to be a homeowner, if you have a desire to start that business as an investor into real estate, has has Radio Angel told us, you don't want to miss next week's show. We have Donald Anderson, and he's going to tell us what's needed to actually finance your dream. What are some of the steps that it takes? So we had this week, we had homeowner. Next week, we're talking about financing your dreams. So once again, it's me, your girl, Tracy Brown. You join me on the Tracy Brown Show on the Release the Word Network. And until next week, have yourself a great week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.